Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and I thought that was a perfect song to open my show up today with the guests that I have on. Um, If I sound a little raspy today, it's because I have the flu, so um, for everyone listening, um, I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day, and today I have a special guest, Sandy Fox, 
of H2OM celebrating their eight-year anniversary, and Lex Lang also celebrating their eight-year anniversary with um, um, H2OM. And we're going to be talking about some really cool stuff today. We're not only going to be talking about the how H2OM came to be and about all the different water with intention um, and events happening as well as the water being the official water at the Chopra Center. We're also going to be talking a little bit about um, Happy Valentine's Day to everybody and um, also um, about the up-and-coming tour that Sandy's going to talk a little bit about, which is going to be happening in France. So let me bring Sandy and Lex into the showroom. I'm sure they're not expect, they didn't expect me to open up with that song, but that was song, um, To Dream, which was a song for Sandy by Lex. Are you guys there? Hi. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, Holly. Yes, happy hi. Hello. Valentine's Day. Were, you guys, were you guys blown away that I, I played that song? Did you not expect it? Oh, that's that was, wonderful. That was great. That's from Lex's um, first light CD, which is available on iTunes under Lex Lang, and it's relaxing piano music, and the album is called First Light. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just have that on all the time while I'm working in the office, and when we leave the house, we put it on for the animals. It's, it's real meditative music, so thanks mm-hmm. for playing that. Yeah. Well, that was your song, too. That was the song that, Lex, you wrote for Sandy called To Dream, right? That's right. That's yes. right. It was inspired by her. So, oh, I can hear how how you guys are just blown away. I, I played that. You didn't expect yeah, me to surprise. play that, did that you? Nice. Valentine's Day, perfect. Yeah, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <It's a laughs> Thank per- you. Oh, listen to how cute she is right now. Oh, you're so funny, Sandy. Aww. Yeah, well, um, we want to also say that we're celebrating um, eight years with H2OM, um, the ori- uh, original H2OM water. There are a lot of imitators out there. And we want to say H2OM is the first and will only be. And um, it's think of what you drink it. And um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what H2OM is. And welcome both of you to the show because you're both great people that do a lot of work for the Thank world you. and stuff. So, Let's talk a little bit about everything. So, um, okay. Sandy and Lex, you want to go into talking about a little bit about um, H2OM and us? I want to say Sandy is the, official, is, is the voice of Betty Boop in the uh, Lambcomb commercials and also was a Mouseketeer. Yeah, very cool. And uh, both her and Lex do um, anime and um, voiceovers for a lot of different things. So they're very, very well-rounded people. People, I want you to talk a little bit. Let's let's start off with H2OM. Let's talk about that. Okay. Oh, and the chat room's open, guys. Sorry. See, this is because I have the flu. Um, the chat room's open. If you want to tune in, um, go in there. And if you want to listen to it later, it will be available on iTunes afterwards. But, yes, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. And um, go for it, Sandy. Okay, great. Well, uh, first I just want to say that it was midnight on Valentine's Day 2006 that we launched our website and really launched H2OM out into the global marketplace. Um, H2OM has been uh, in 
it was birthed in actually in 2004, so it's actually 10 years ago that the the idea and the testing and development phase of H2OM started way back in 2004. But it was at midnight on Valentine's Day 2006 that we launched our website, and it was it felt like it was a birth. I mean, a big creative birth that went out into the world. And and the next morning, the phone was ringing at 5 a.m. and it was you know the London Times and you know newspapers from all over the world and Sting called our office. But um, I'll go back a little bit and have Lex you start. Your office? Oh, Sting's Sting office. Uh huh. Yeah, for the Rainforest Foundation, we oh, had sent awesome. a pallet of love water to um, Carnegie Hall for a fundraiser to help raise money for the Rainforest Foundation. And Sting personally had asked for H two O and the love water to be sent there. So oh that my was, gosh! Yeah, I that was really that. exciting. Yeah, and it's been a journey like that over the years where we just show up and there's. There's something bigger working with us because we would get calls at our office from AMA or, you know, luminaries and, and yeah. just working, yeah, with so many incredible uh, teachers and um, light beings and light workers on the planet. I'll mm-hmm. let Lex tell the story because he likes to tell the story about Hawaii, so in 2000. Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, Sandy and I were on our honeymoon and we were doing a meditation at the beach one morning and, you know, just sending our positivity outward and inward, you know, and we were sitting at the beach and saying, you know, why don't we, why don't we set some intentions and put them into the water? We'll just say, you know, wherever that water is touching anybody and like the water can carry it, you know? And so, um, we did that for a few minutes saying peace and love and joy and things into the water. And, um, we didn't think much of it other than it being something good that we felt good about doing. And so we walked into town um, afterwards from the beach to have breakfast. And on our breakfast table, there was a an Inspiration magazine, which was a local publication in Hawaii. And on the cover, it said, uh, send your blessings into the water, the work of Dr. Masaru Emoto. And we were like, oh, my God, we were just doing this. <laughs> How funny. So we were introduced to Dr. Emoto back then, who's a Japanese scientist who whose research, um, he, he's been researching water for the last 30 years, and, and over the course of the last 30 years, he realized that water is incredibly receptive to vibration and um, words and, and intention and thoughts and things like that. And <clears throat> this article that day showed just a little bit about that. It talked just for a few minutes about that. And Sandy and I weren't thinking of starting a water company at the time at all. We just thought that it was kind of synchronistic. And then so we came back home to California, and um, a few months later we were invited to the movie premiere of a film called What the Bleep Do We Know, um, which was um, a movie that was about a woman's search for herself. And uh, at one point in the film, um, this lady gets stranded in, in the subway, and there happens to be an art exhibit of Dr. Emoto's work again, and like exemplifying how you know, the, how a prayer on water looks a certain way or saying gratitude, you know, having gratitude towards water, uh, love, gratitude are his two fundamentals. Um, but what was really neat is, um, you know, there he was again, Dr. Emoto, and again, we didn't think of starting a water company that night. We just thought, oh, that's pretty cool. But what happened the following morning what was what launched us on this 
10-year journey that has been spectacular in so many ways and, and inspirational in so many ways. And that is, at 4.30 in the morning, I was having this very powerful, vivid dream. And I sat up in bed, and I instead of seeing my bedroom, it looked like there was somebody lowering this giant lit banner across the wall of my room and it said H two Ohm water with That's intention. That's what Sandy told me. I remember her telling me this story. I want to hear this. This is this is intense. Yeah, it was really cool. It was very intense and uh, you know, I was reading it out loud. Sandy woke up and was you know, saying, What what are you doing? you know I said, Oh, I see this H two Ohm water with intention so we um it's it was a cosmic download. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um so anyway, it's kind of faded out from the room, and Sandy said, you know, we've got we to gotta follow a, a message this strong. You know, we can't ignore this. So the next day we kind of looked it up, and we did some searches and see if anybody had anything called H2OM or OM water or anything like that, and, and it just wasn't anywhere to be found. So we, yep. uh, we decided, you know, maybe we'll... The only. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were only the first Yeah, we were the first original. Lots of people that want to copy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I admire people who want to help, you know, pr- help uh, promote personal transformation and things like that. You know, I think that that's uh, commendable to people. I think as long as they keep their own creative spark, I think I, I really think that that's uh, very commendable of businesses when they try to uh, create some kind of. Um, action from the person using their product, you know, to better themselves. And so I think that's cool. Um, but, yeah, um, so anyway, we, we thought we would probably be starting in, like, a farmer's market. So we made just a couple of pallets of water. And on February 14th, uh, well, actually, this is a couple of years later, On we, we researched it and we got our trademarks and we did all the legal stuff that you need to do when forming a business and all that. And we found the best spring in the world that we could find, which happened to be a local spring in California in the Palomar Mountains, less than 100 miles from us. And um, we bottled a couple of pallets. Our first intentions were love and perfect health. And our slogan is, think it while you drink it. So we did a very small run of that, and we said, well, we'll start in the farmer's markets. So on February 14th of 2006, we had a press release that came out that said, love is in the air and in the water, too. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, you know, put on words so that people could be intrigued about, like, you know, what this was. And what was amazing is the results that that press release had we released it at midnight our time on february 14th and at 5 a.m our time our phone was already ringing off the hook and it was people from the east coast and it was people from canada and toronto and i mean you know in canada toronto and also in the uk people calling and asking what is this water with intention all about and so within a very short period of time um the Wall Street Journal called us and asked us if they could include us in an article that was coinciding with the release of the science journals from Berkeley and Penn State that were showing and um, very specifically that water did have an effect on the structuring of how the molecules come together. Um, mm-hmm. it's, still, it's still made of H2O, right? It's still the same uh, structure, but the way that the actual formations happen under the microscope were changeable. And so that's what these 
science articles were about. And um, because our water is all about the ability to, you know, manifest something new and have those vibrations, you know, impart the water in you, um, it coincided enough for them to include us in the story, which was great. So we were featured in that story. And then a few days later, Sting called our office and said, I'm going to be at the at Carnegie Hall doing a Rainforest Foundation event. I'd like to do um, bring in some of the love water. And so we said, great. And he, he said, how about sending over a pallet? And at the time, all we had was a pallet. It was literally like our oh, first week in business. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. So we sent it over, and uh, sure enough, the word got going you know, one person spoke to the next, and all of a sudden, uh, next thing we knew, we were talking to people about getting us into different stores, um, mm-hmm. and we decided to start locally. So we we joined a local vendor program that was part of a Whole Foods local vendor initiative mm-hmm. that they had, and we got into 13 stores, and then we grew to 38 stores and to 50, and then we did different chains and went on to get into about 300 stores. And um, throughout that journey, we were making relationships with a lot of very, very special, influential people in the world of... um, In the world of water, yeah. In the world of water. Well, more in the world of, like, intention, actually. People who were Mm -hmm. luminaries who were here to... um, Bring, bring a message, yeah. Bring yeah, and transform, and bring, like real totally transformers on the planet, like Michael mm-hmm. Beckwith, and we're the water at Agape, and and unlike of course Deepak Chopra and Ama and Lynn McTaggart, I mean really forward thinking, um, new mm-hmm. thought, you know, pioneers. So it's it's really exciting, yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead, so um, sorry, you know, fa- fast <laughs> I'm forward. Excited. Um, no, because I have a lot a of stories to tell about you guys too. I want to tell that? them my, my I want to tell them my my stories and my experiences with your company and with H two M and you and Sandy. How I met Sandy and stuff. But finish your story. I want to hear this. Tell everybody. Yeah, I'll fast forward. Um, no, you know, no, no, throughout cool. the years, we've been we've been in all sorts of wonderful events, and we've we've mm-hmm. been sponsor sponsoring you know incredible people and places like the Chopra Center and. And um, we were in Time Magazine as the innovators of products that, you know, have this built-in tool to transform and intention. And um, so, you know, it's been a wonderful and, – and we're starting our third year right now with the Chopra Center, and we've got some really big uh, – I can't talk about them at the moment, but we've I got know. some really, really big, beautiful things big that are going to emerge in the, next, in the yep. next six months with Deepak. And so um, – mm-hmm. You know, it's eight years running strong, and you know we're we're glad that we were able to to be what we have been so far, and what we will continue to grow as. Well, that's such a beautiful story, and and there's other stuff, and, and there and and the thing that you mentioned, I want to first say yes, you are the official water of the um, Chopra Center. Also, you were the official water for a video that was shot recently in L.A. Right, Sandy? Um, I'm the not, we are the, sure. the, not the we are the world the we are the world 
video? Oh, that- yeah. That was back in 2010, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, did the, the 25-year anniversary of We Are the mm-hmm. World, and it was that's another amazing story. And we got a call, can you bring some water down? I mean, Barbara Streisand, you know, everybody's going to be in – everybody who's anybody in the music industry is going to be in this recording studio. And mm-hmm. so – you know, of course, we we answered the call and we delivered the water, and there was waters from every kind of water you could imagine. Every other kind of water was there, and um, so I guess they had extra, you know, in the parking lot. It was just filled with different companies dropping off their product. But what was so interesting is that during the recording session, Somebody opened the door and said, it's really hot in here. We need some water. And whoever was standing outside the door just brought in like 10 cases of H2O. So we were the water. Yeah, so we were the the water that they were drinking during that session. And um, that was pretty neat. We have some great pictures on our website. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say also for everyone um, at the website is www.h and then the number 2. And then omwater.com, I've also posted that on um, in the chat room, and I'm also posting it on my Facebook right now. They're also on Facebook. Um, they're pretty much everywhere. And um, my story is how I met – I want to tell how, how I met you, Sandy. This is really funny. I went to a, uh event in, in the city one day, and I was with some friends, and I saw this really cool water booth, and I walked over, and it was Sandy. And um, she's just sitting there telling me all about this water because it was really cool. It said, love, gratitude, perfect health, all these really cool things. And she was telling me the whole story about it. She's thinking while you drink it and the intention that's behind it and and how they, you know, how they bottle this water at the clo- um, closest to us. And I want you to explain that to other people, too, about exactly how, how important it is to get water that's um, bottled close to them. But to finish my story here, um, Sandy and I formed this friendship. And over the years, we have just like, um, I've had Sandy on a couple times for Global Love Day, for World Water Day. Um, we've talked about the Hopi Indians. We're going to be talking today a little bit more about a pilgrimage that's going to be happening that she is um, involved in, and uh, anything to do with the Chopra Center is just amazing. And um, I put the um, link to H2OM um, in the chat room and also on my page. So if anyone had missed the beginning of the show, make sure to check. And Lex and Sandy are both here. And um, Lex, why don't you tell me a little bit about you guys getting involved in doing voice work because that's really interesting how that tra- went that progressed right into you doing you're doing all this stuff with water and then you're getting involved you're involved in the entertainment industry as well both of you are besides your music and the voice work that you do is he there um yeah there you are <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm here um so Let's see. Well, Sandy and I have both been entertainers uh, before we did H2OM. We both yeah. have been, you know, trying to express our creativity as best we can. And, uh, it, you know, it took the form of acting and um, doing stand-up comedy and things like that for me. And for Sandy, she uh, did lots of shows in um, Disney World and um, in Florida and 
she, she could tell you all about the stuff that she's done. But uh, anyway, at one point, um, as a, an on-camera actor, many, many years ago, someone suggested that I do some voiceover. And it, as it turned out, I started working on a show called The Power Rangers. And <laughs> I just did a couple of you know, little bit parts to start. And uh, uh-huh. I, be- I begged my way into a, the part of the voice of one of the monsters. And um, I was lucky enough that that monster got was a big part of one of the series that they had, uh, Power Rangers in Space, it was called. And uh-huh. um, <laughs> and so that grew to doing voices in television shows and then movies, and then that grew into doing original animation. And, um, you know, it's, I'm going on my 18th year now doing it. And um, I've played everybody from Han Solo in the Star Wars games to Batman for Mattel and the toys that they have. And, oh, that's um, unbelievable. That's... You know, Doctor Doom and the Avengers and uh, you really? know, a bunch of really fun things. And Sandy, of course, is the uh, glorious Boop, voice of Worth? Betty Boop. Yeah. You know, infamous. I've got both of your links up for I've got this I've got sandyfox.com and I've got your page up as well luxlang.com the official luxlang and it talks a little bit about not only where we're deviating away from water but we're we're talking more about how these two people with just such beautiful intentions to do things for the world not started off doing all this really great stuff and then Taking that trip to Hawaii was really probably a really um, a really good thing for you guys, and I know that you got invited. Yeah, I mean it was good not only just to get away, but you were you were introduced to Dr. Emoto's um, work. So now you both are um, actual official Hado instructors. So let's talk a little bit about that and what water crystals can do and uh, how the water and everything. Yeah, I'd like our listeners to hear about that. Well, that's really exciting, um, the opportunity to be trained by and work under Dr. Emoto with this work with water, this new research um, with water and mm-hmm. the true power of water. And so Dr. Emoto has these HADO, certified HADO teacher schools, and his, mm-hmm. his heart's mission is to really spread the messages of water about the, the power of our words and how we not only affect water but how we affect each other because we're made of water and our planet is primarily water. We're, we're about 75% water and our planet is 75% water. So mm-hmm. um, he's saying, you know, what this research that I've formed with water crystals it has applications to ourselves, personal and planetary. So he holds these Hado instructor schools um, around the planet. He's trained Hado instructors in many countries and many different languages. His books are published in over 75 languages. And these teachers go out and it's, um, you know, and, and teach his work. And I recently um, did an event with the LAUSD school district and their after-school enrichment program invited Dr. Emoto's um, children's book to be a part of their after-school curriculum this year. Their theme is water, and it's called The Wondrous World of Water. And to me, it was so 
exciting to know that they were studying the science of water and the hydrology and of water, but they were also studying the consciousness of water and this new mm-hmm. information about water. And these are, you know, elementary, you know, middle school aged kids. So, you know, I went in and helped to train the teachers that would be um, servicing those programs and really, really exciting and um, that that work is getting out into the world at that level. And, and Dr. Emoto Phil's his Emoto Peace Project was founded at the United Nations in 2005 because he felt that this was such important work to get to the children of the planet, and that's why his children's book, you can download it online for free. Um, if you have an event, um, you can sign up and, you know, to have those books, uh, you know, uh, featured at your school or your event because it's his goal to get um, six million of those books out into the world to uh, mm-hmm. just bring the messages of water and that reverence for water as our source of all life. So it's very exciting. Yeah, no, that is exciting. And tell Lex I just got what he sent me. I'm going to try to work on that right now. Um, yeah, no, totally. That is, that's super exciting. And you know what, also, let's talk about the Love Planet Foundation, how that came to be, because I know that's a project you guys are working on, too. Well, the Love Planet Foundation, that was before H2O. It was back in 1999. The idea came. 2001, we formed the foundation. But as actors um, who really care about the planet, and this is before everybody was going green and the whole green marketing, you know, became trendy, we just felt like, there, there's got to be a way that we can contribute or give back, you know, with our using our voice for good. Like we're obviously voice actors and we're on cartoon series and we work in the industry every day, but how can we use that voice for good? I mean, the power of media, you know, is 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 so powerful. I mean, we can do so much with it. And so we formed the Love Planet Foundation, and it was just it was just started off as a small nonprofit to be able to bring in funds to support educational programs in schools to raise awareness for social and environmental issues. And the Love Planet Foundation is a project member of C Social and Environmental Entrepreneurs, and there's some pretty amazing people on the board, including Max Gale and um, a man named Andrew Beats, and he wrote a book called Consciousness in Action. And so we um, had booths at events to create education. Uh, we go into schools and we talk about, um, you know, recycling, water conservation. Um, we talk about genetically modified food and um, just all kinds of things around health and wellness. So world water awareness. World, world water awareness. Environmental um, sustainability. Yeah, and really supporting other charities through our organization. You know, just love planet, like we'll raise money for the Zamburu Project or we'll go out and help promote another charity's work through the foundation because it's all about really getting that word out and getting the message to as many people as possible. Once they have the education and the knowledge as to what's happening, then they can choose to create change or to act differently that will create a positive effect. So. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, yeah. 
What about some of the water events you guys have done as far as going out onto the beach and doing intentions with that? I mean, let's talk a little bit about that and how anyone could do that. When is World Water Day this year? What day is well, it? it's usually March 22nd mm-hmm. um, is World Water Day. I could look it up and see when it falls You and this I year. will definitely be doing a show for that. But um, Yeah, World what Water Day. What I want to know is how can people get involved? How can people get involved in that? Um, Lex, you want to talk about that? How can they get involved in World Water Day? Um. Well, I know that there's a, a, several events going on around World Water Day. We haven't selected anything just yet for 2014. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I think that one thing people can do is, you know, what, you know, we were just talking about Dr. Emoto a little bit, and his work is so profound because it's not only talking about like a glass of water. It, it really is directly affecting we're water beings, and uh, like Sandy was saying, on this water planet, and we're made up of such water. Um, what someone can do on World Water Day, wherever you are, is um, Dr. Emoto has this thing called the water prayer, and um, it's very simple. It's showing gratitude. It's um, showing love. It's showing remorse, and it's um, also asking for forgiveness um, to water. Water, I That's the Ho'opo Ono Hawaiian prayer to water. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's, it's, a, it's a Hawaiian prayer that is a healing prayer. And um, Dr. Emoto felt that that prayer was so powerful that that's why he has adopted that prayer and applied it to water, you know, anytime he does a ceremony to heal water or to, you know, um, give love and gratitude to water. Yeah, the foundation of his work is really about, it's all about love and gratitude. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he goes as far as to say, water, I'm grateful, water, I love you. You know, that's part of that also, the no prayer. Um, but I think that um, what anybody can do is, you know, find gratitude and express love on not only World Water Day, but on every day in order to really support what World Water Day is about. And I mean, sure. obviously, there's a global World Water Day that is talks about our global water crisis and, you know, about creating some progress to making sure that people around the globe get clean water to drink because that's a huge, huge issue, you know. Um, some things people can do locally is participate in, like, um, Coastal cleanup days with Heal the Bay and and events like that. I'm sure there'll be plenty of of uh, coastal. If you live on the coast or near the coast, you'll be able to do something to help keep those watersheds clean. Um, even inland, you know, I mean, every every place is potentially a watershed as part of the route that water makes from when it comes down in the cities to where it goes to the beach. Um, but you know, just I would say if you if you want to participate with something, you know, start with yourself, your inner self, and then you know, make your blessings towards that. And then as as that becomes more fulfilled, then you can contribute to events like World Water Day and and um, Coastal Cleanup Days and things like that, and, and really be a participant in, in helping create that clean water. And there's also oh, absolutely. A, a, a couple of great links too, um, Doctor. Emoto has an app. He has a mobile app called MyHotto, and you can go to myhotto.com. And on that website or emotoevents.com, 
Emoto.com, you can see where Dr. Emoto is doing his prayer for water, and you can join in no matter where you are in the world. You can you can actually join in with him in you know taking that moment of silence and giving that love and gratitude and thanks to water. And um, the UN, the official UN World Water Day, is on uh, March 22nd. Oh, cool! Yeah, and like Lex sure. said, it's it's really about bringing awareness to the lack of clean water and sanitation in the world, and how many mm-hmm. children die per minute because they don't have access to clean water. And one of the projects that we work with in Los Angeles is called the Zamburu Project. And Kristen Kaczynski is the founder, and um, she was just taking a leisurely trip to Africa. A girlfriend couldn't go on the trip. She got the flu, so she ended up going on the trip, fell in love with the women in the village in Kenya, and quit her job and decided to start the Zamburu Project to really help these women because the women in the village – Uh, had to walk five to ten miles a day to bring home a bucket of dirty water. The young girls had had to walk as well. So they Mm -hmm. didn't receive education. They had no no other opportunities. And when she would drill a well and bring clean water to a village, the girls could go to school, the women could go f- grow food, and then they could trade with other villages, and, and it it just changed everything, and water changes everything for them. So we support the Zamburu Project. I usually do, uh, I usually walk for water. I don't know if I'll be here in Los Angeles this year, but I am always raising money for them um, and supporting them through our Love Planet Foundation as well and H2OM because um, they have drilled over 40 wells and brought clean water to like 60,000 people in Africa. And this is a, you know, very small organization. You know where the money's going and um it's, you know, it's Kristen and her partner in Zamburu. And the project uh website is www.zamburuproject org so people want to check oh, that's it out. Awesome. Yeah, that's really, awesome. really amazing. Uh, inspirational I knew, people. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I did spend. I think I told you this. I went to um, Africa, and uh, we I was sponsored by Pure, and I uh, went over there, and we dug wells. And it was amazing how we were able to take the pure packs and put them in the water and then stir the water, and basically they had drinking water. And you were talking about how these women would walk for hours and hours. Yeah, they would. They would start in the morning, and then they would come back at night and um, basically had to do it every day. And so when we were there and we were digging wells, it was just, like, amazing just to see the faces on these people after them not being able to take a have any clean water and seriously they do get really ill they get really really sick a lot yeah. of them do pass on to the next place and um it's unfortunate but we are able to do that and i don't know if you know this too but we just recently went through a really scary thing here in um the area i'm in we had a water water was starting they were starting to put orders in about water shortages um What's happening was we we didn't have rain, and then we finally had rain for like almost a week straight. But um, the, a lot of the rain wasn't coming, and um, we were really short on water. And 
you know, being on vineyards and stuff, it's really trippy because a lot of the vintners were starting to complain that the vines weren't growing and that they were going to have a really hard time this year. Well, now that there's so much water, there are wild daffodils everywhere all over the valley. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's well, beautiful. California is, and yeah. we are declared a state of emergency drought. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, for people that don't know, you know, a, a majority of our water is brought into the state via power, electricity, um, from the Colorado River. And the Colorado River is actually down. It's very low. And if you want to learn more about it, there's a couple great films you can look up on Netflix. One is called Watershed, and it is a a film produced by Robert Redford and his son, uh, James Redford. And there's another wonderful film called Running Dry, and it's narrated by Jane Seymour. And when I was at the um, International, uh, the World Water Forum at the UN in 2011, Jane Seymour uh, spoke and they showed that film. And it is a very powerful film. And it just talks about that the three, really the whole Southwest, Arizona, Nevada, California, were really we don't have water it is a desert and we're bringing our water in and we're getting to the point where it's there's not enough water to support the population of those those areas and so we have to be really conscious of our water use and how how we use water and appropriate water for farming etc so it's um it's a, it's a really big issue right now and um you know, it's a it's a good thing to look into and and learn about drought tolerant um, planting if you live in any of those three states and how how you can conserve water. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what we'll do on World Water Day. We'll bring that some tips and tools for the audience. And that would be really cool. And what about the movie Flow? Um, do you have? Um, what do you think about that movie as well? I'm trying to flow. flow Is that the movie great. about tap water? Or? Flow that we're going to turn on our water and that there's not going to be any water that's oh. going to be coming, be able to come out. We're running into water in corporations that are um, not doing, you know, the greatest mm-hmm. of things with our water sources and 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 contaminating a lot of our water and stuff. So, yeah. Um, well, Let's water is bit. life. Water is life. Yeah, and it we, is. We 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 really. Um, uh, we we kind of take it for granted, and I think maybe in part it's because we are so much water, and our planet is so much water, and we just think it cleanses everything, and it's always going to be there. But really, one of the most fascinating facts to me is that you know water is finite, so we have the same amount of water on our planet today as when the dinosaurs lived here. Yet we're we're getting close to eight billion people on the planet that need water, and actually you know, only 3% of the world's water is is drinking water. Most of it is salt water. So it is, you know, it is interesting. And you put in the factors of population, overpopulation, misuse of water, and industrial contamination, and then, you know, that number shrinks even more. So it is, it is an, uh, a really important issue, and that's what the U.N., 
you know, tries to bring to light, Dr. Yamoto, um, anybody that's working with water, they really want people to have a greater understanding of their participation and their effect on water on the planet. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I want to um, uh, do something real quick. Let's run a commercial real quick here for a second. Okay, great. H2OM, Water with Intention, award-winning natural spring water, featured in Time Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, and the official bottled water of the Chopra Center. H2OM, Water with Intention. Visit h2omwater.com. Wow, I think that's great. What a great commercial. Or yeah, not even, it's not thanks even for a commercial. That. I want you to know. Yay, we got the right <laughs> one. Was that the right one, Lex? That was perfect. Okay, well, <laughs> I want to tell everyone, that's my first 30-second thing I've ever done on any of my shows. This is a first, I'm going to tell you, for you. Yay! Yeah, I've had a lot of people. What a great way to celebrate our anniversary, too. Thank you for playing that. Yeah. Are you kidding? You have no idea. I have so many people that want me to run commercials during my shows and want to be part of my shows and stuff, and I'm, like, really kind of hesitant about who I want to bring on and when I asked you guys do you have a commercial do you have something we can do and that that's really cool was that you Lex talking it was it was <laughs> Lex has a really sexy voice Andy he does yes sultry <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I can see I can see how you can do those those commercials for action figures and stuff that's really cool oh and my he, gosh and he so can do yeah, and he Kim does the Zilla? voice of Batman, so... I want to hear... You know. Okay, let's wait, wait. Let's make this fun. Let's do a couple voices. Okay. <laughs> Lax, you go first. Okay. Where do you want to start? I guess well, we're on Batman. You, Batman's, you know, when I do any kind of Batman, it's it's really... It's the closest one to my natural voice. I just let it sort of go a little bit lower, and then I say, I'm the Batman. And it's time for some action. <laughs> How about uh, you're no match? You're no match for me, Riddler. You know, just simple, simple lines like that that are really kind of low. But then there's like another voice I do that's on Curious George for a little kid mm-hmm. show, and he's the doorman and his dog, which are nothing like Batman. They're more like, "Well, hello, George. How are you today?" The doorman is very impressed when the when the lobby is kept clean. Isn't that right, Hunley? So, you know, I do that in the morning for a while, and then <laughs> you might hear me as something else, you know, Dr. Doom or someone like that who's saying, you shall never find the plans, Avengers. Things like that, you know. Uh, can you do, um, wait, there was another one. There was another one I wanted to hear. Um what was the other one that you do that that's like a? It's really you mean fun. An impersonation or something? No, it was a voice you did. A voice you did. Um, I, it'll come to me. Um, how about you, Sandy? Well, we know we want to hear Betty Boop. Yeah. Well, I you know I I'm probably the other end of the spectrum. I get cast in a lot of little <laughs> kid shows and. You know, um, as the cute little baby voices, or or maybe I'm just a little tiny, like chipmunk 
or something, you know, or um, I've done a little, lots of little voices, and I worked on The Simpsons and King of the Hill, um, doing a lot of the kids' voices, the extra kids' voices, but since it's Valentine's Day, I think we need to do a little, oh, I love you. Nice. Uh, I love so, that. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. So and and I'm doing the the new voice um in the new Pac-Man games. I play Silly. Um, her name is Silly, and uh, she's they don't really have an, a Ms. Pac-Man anymore. So she's kind of the girl, you know, Pac-Man, uh, and she's really cute. She's a really cute character. And really? she's just like, go like that, yeah. <laughs> Come on, do you guys, Pat. <laughs> do you guys sit at home and do you t- do you do it to each other? Do you do you bounce off each other? What do you think of this? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we record auditions almost every day. We have a little uh-huh. home recording studio here, and so. You know, we'll, uh, Lex will help direct me or mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll give each other feedback or, you know, we're probably always like working on things in the house and there's a lot of music in the house and, um, and animals. Yeah, and, ve- and a lot of animals, but very, very grateful to have been able to work my whole life, um, using my creativity and my gifts mm-hmm. and, and and uh, really being being a part of that um, you know industry, and I'm very interested. And in, we have a project for kids called Cosmic Clubhouse for kids. Oh, cool! Sandy Space Station and Cosmic Clubhouse, and Sandy is like this outer outer space outer space teenager, and she lives on a space station, and she has her own theme song, and it's really about her. She explores planet Earth uh, with her friends in the galaxy, and it's a very, very cool way to learn about planet Earth in a conscious way where we see it as one home planet, and um, we learn about the food and the culture of all different countries and what, what brings us together, not what separates us. So that's mm-hmm. a real exciting project. That We have a website, CosmicClubhouse.com, and you can see Sandy on the site and uh, Dr. Zoom, and, who's her mentor, and then also her, her intergalactic pilot puppy, Comet, who um, drives her, her space station. So it's very cool. It's a very cool project, and more to come on that. We're real excited about that. Um, I remember that. That's really cool. I didn't even know about Sandy's Clubhouse. Yes. That's that's something new to me. Yes, um, Wait, it's uh, CosmicClubhouse.com. Yeah, I'm going to put that up. I want to okay, hear cool. that. Um, I just thought of the other voice I wanted to hear, the Han Solo one. That's what I wanted to hear, Han Solo. Watch your mouth, kid. You're going to find yourself floating home. <laughs> <laughs> I am a major, I'm a major Star Wars fan. Yeah, they me all too. That. And it's that, funny when and I was a kid, what? I you know went to the conventions and it's called uh-huh. cosplay now, but it wasn't anything but like dressing up as back then. But um, I, I would go as Han Solo as a kid because I loved Star Wars mm-hmm. so much, and yeah. uh, it was like a dream come true later in life to to get to play Han Solo for LucasArts and for the, the real franchise, you know, so it's been a blessing and so much fun. I know you guys have worked with a lot of really a lot of a lot of on a lot of different movies. Did you do some stuff stuff with Sucker Punch? Didn't you do some something on there? 
I did. Um, there's scenes where there are these flying sort of uh, pirate ships filled with zombies. I remember zombies, that. And mm-hmm. all those zombies are, like, getting shot up and catapulted and landing on the plane while it's flying and crashing and all that. And I was in a group of guys that did all of those zombies. So it was it was really a, a very fun and sort of throat-ripping experience. But that's one of the really cool parts about my job as a sound-alike is that I get to come in and I get to work on movies just by myself doing, like, I just worked on the new Planet of the Apes movie that will be coming out. I got to do some of the oh, ape wow. sounds. And um, I, I worked on uh, the new X-Men movie coming out. And if you saw Iron Man 3, there's a scene where Tony Stark is coming out of the building and there's a bunch of people, like reporters and things, that yeah. are surrounding him. And one guy says, hey, Mr. Stark, when are you going to kill this guy? <clears throat> and he turns around and he looks at him and he grabs his phone and he says, hey, here's a message to the bad guy. You know, I'm coming after you. I'm Tony Stark. I'm bad or whatever. And he he yeah, throws the that. phone against the wall and he jumps in his car and leaves. Well, initially, the guy who said, when are you going to kill this guy, um, the, the actor who played him was also a stuntman on the film, <clears throat> and he was from Australia. And so when he did the line, he had a very strong Australian accent. So he was like, Mr. Stark, when are you going to kill this guy? You know, so it was <laughs> very distracting in the film. When you're watching it, it just really pulls uh-huh. focus away from the plot. And so along with a few other guys, we auditioned to be the voice that replaced his voice. And I mm-hmm. happened to be the one they picked. And so if you watch Iron Man in that in that part, when he goes... Mr. Stark, when are you going to kill this guy? And Stark looks at him and goes, I'm just saying that was my voice. So probably a big surprise to the guy when he was watching it, you know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I can't wait. I can't wait for the new Iron Man to come out. You know, you guys are so much fun. I mean, here we're talking about your eight-year anniversary with H2OM, and here I'm talking about your anime and voices and voiceover and animals and i know sandy you and i want to talk about the pilgrimage to france and yeah about yeah. all that and I, stuff. I know you love i know you love fairies uh holly i just I worked do. on um maleficent the new one with yep. angelina jolie and so i did a bunch of fairies little water sprites fairies and creatures and that so you'll have to you'll have to it's gonna be awesome yeah see on that the one new, on the new, what's it called What's it's Maleficent, uh, the uh-huh. Disney's Maleficent. Angelina Jolie, Maleficent. Yeah, Snow White. Yeah. Queen, yeah. Magnificent. I can't believe this. I can't wait no, to Maleficent. see that. I saw the preview. No. Yeah. I saw the preview. I was blown away. Boy, she just has that menacing laugh at the end. And I did see in one of the trailers the fairies um, around the main character, uh, the one that was going to put her finger on the uh, spindle. Oh, you're right. Sleeping Beauty, yes. Sleeping yeah. Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. And, she, um, and I saw the fairies. I saw the fairies around her. So is that the scene that you're in, but, in that part? Yeah, those are the fairies. Oh, she did all exactly. the fairies of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to, it It looks amazing. The trailer's amazing. So She's, she, she's going to be, she's amazing in this, I'm sure. And um, what a diabolical oh, yeah. part for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is amazing. She plays it so well. Yeah. And her laugh, they all said when they heard the laugh at the end, they said, oh, that's a perfect laugh for her, especially. That's just so perfect. Um, Yeah, so this is great. You know, I I like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and um, I want to say to you both that you have probably brought a lot of amazing um, 
fun and love to a lot of people. I know that you went to New Zealand and met my two friends over there, Mandy and Goats, when you went over there to accept awards. Um, yeah, they, in New they were Zealand. awesome. Sandy, you should you should tell them about the award, but then you should also definitely talk about Joan's trip. I know it's getting close to the I end did, of the hour, I but oh, we're yeah. fine. We're oh, fine. Yeah. I extended the show. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, we were so blessed to be asked to be guests of the um, Armageddon Con, which is a huge uh, comic and um, anime animation. Uh, science fiction convention in uh, New Zealand and they also are in Australia as well and um, so they flew us over and we were we were guests and uh, we we were uh, in Melbourne for the first week and that was very exciting and then the second week we were in New Zealand in Auckland New Zealand and we got to walk the set of the um, the Hobbit yeah, so right? uh-huh. and we met your friends. Um, oh, and they are... Bruce, that played yeah. Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He played a major Re- part, you know. He's like the king's assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. really, really wonderful, beautiful, you know, big-hearted people, and that was New that Zealand's was... amazing. Yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't tell you. New Zealand. Did he take you to go see the old man in the tree? Did you guys go? To the woods? Uh, no, we didn't get to go that far out. We, we we only had a very limited time on this particular trip since it was our first time there and uh, our schedule mm-hmm. was pretty tight. But, um, you know, we did get to go to Hobbiton uh, with Goat and, and it was really, it was really fun. Yeah. Did you guys get to ride any Vespas while you were there? Come on, you had to have done that. Oh, yeah, we went to the Vespa store and sat on all those Vespas. That was really exciting. We had lots of good food and... Um, went to see um, Mandy had her vintage store at the time, yeah. which I, now I know she's online. But yeah, it was just great connecting with them. Really, really special people. Really nice and, people. Did he make yeah. you his special pizza with tuna? Uh, no, no, we didn't. No, have that. <laughs> and I'm a vegetarian oh, wow. anyway. So. <laughs> oh, he's, he's yeah. he and Mandy are two very, very special people, and. And and you know, Goats has uh, got the Vespa in um, New Zealand. Plus, he's working on some new projects. So I know you guys. And he just loved spending time with you guys. What was it like the sets for Hobbit Town? I mean, you got to walk around and see everything. What was that like? Well, it it was magical. I mean, the way mm-hmm. it's a big, huge piece of land that's a ranch that's been in. I believe it's like the Alexander family. It was like a sheep ranch for I don't know how many years, like hundreds of years, and um, so that's where they, you know, they gave them permission to shoot the film and then to build the little Hobbit houses. You actually got to go in a Hobbit house. The roundhouse, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was, it was just magical. But the way that the light would, you know, just shimmered on the trees and the plants, the energy of the plants there. It's kind of like that same kind of energy. They call it the mana. That when you're in Hawaii and um, especially on Kauai, but the energy was so alive. The plant energy was so vibrant, and the land was so beautiful. The flowers and it, the trees were magnificent. It was just a really, really special place. Wow, that's that's really cool that you guys got to do that, though. I mean, because you know, there, a lot of people I know really don't get to go and walk on the sets. Um, so I guess you guys both had really good time. You both looked like you had so much fun. 
Yeah, oh, that was so great because I saw great. a lot of the pictures from that trip. Yeah. Um, and I know you travel a lot, both of you do. So why don't we talk coming up besides I want to talk about the future plans with H2OM and what you're planning on doing. Why don't we talk about that first, and then we'll talk about the trip to France. Let's talk okay. about H2OM. What um. What is what's coming up for you guys, and what are you currently working on, and what can we look for from both of you in the future? Well, we're we're continuing our redesign a little bit. Um, we're mm-hmm. getting ready to place some partnerships with some um, people who will be doing some licensing from us um, on a couple different levels. Um, we're launching back into some stores. Um, we're also growing the business as well, so we're. You know, as entrepreneurs, you're always on the lookout for that next really good funding round. So we're we're always in the process of that, and we're always in the process of, you know, growing it towards its greatest good. That's awesome. And, That's yeah, so cool. and um, the partnership that you know, this is a will be our third year as a partner with the Chopra Center, which is at the uh, the beautiful La Costa Resort in Carlsbad, California. Mm-hmm. And that's where um, they have incredible programs. If people would like to check them out, um, you can go to Chopra.com. Uh, you can go down there and study meditation. They have a perfect health program, which is an eight-day program, which is amazing. It's completely focused on your personal health and wellness and they have um, you know, a whole program designed around you and you get a specific Ayurvedic massage every day and a detox and, you know, meditation. It's such a full program. It's beautiful. And as well as other programs there, Journey into Healing, Seduction of Spirit. Um, I think Byron Katie's going to be down there this month. Um, it's it's just an it's just an amazing place, um, and we're so grateful to be, you know, to be a part of of their programs down there. So when people come to the center, they get H two O in their gift bags, and they have H two O for the, all their events. It, and H two O, I have to tell everyone, it's really really beautiful water. It has such a clean taste to it. And I know that you won the water award recently, didn't you? Well, we won the in, we won the best tasting water in the world, the gold medal um, in 2009, and that was um, given to us by the uh, uh, international water tasting at Berkeley Springs. And so, how many springs was it, Lex? 120. 124 from 36 countries. Yeah. Um, and um, we still use the same spring, so we haven't had to re-enter any new spring since that. We still are at the gold medal yeah, so that was quite a privilege. And then also recently in Nashville, we were a finalist in the Global Bottled Water Awards, and that's another international group, um, bottled water uh, group out of um, the U.K. And so they hosted a conference in Nashville, and we were invited down, and uh, we were in the top four in several of the categories, um, Best Label, um, best um, water initiative, and um, so that was really exciting. And well, you know uh, what, another Mr. another really exciting thing is that uh-huh. um, Lex and I are going to be studying with Deepak Chopra at the Chopra Center and learning uh, meditation. So we're going to be certified um, meditation teachers um, in the Chopra style of primordial sound meditation. 
And that's really exciting to me um, and Lux because we get to share so many things that we have been privileged to learn on this path that H2O almost taken us on, we can now share with others, you know, whether it's Dr. Mm-hmm. Emoto's work or the meditation work, we can also, you know, embody it and then pass it on and share it with others. And, and it, it really allows us to express the message of our brand in a, in a much better way and, and with greater detail. You know, sometimes you can try to describe, like, how your you know, inner force has a lot to do with your outer world, and it's hard to come up with the right words to, you know, be on the same page with somebody because it's such a, a broad subject, you know. But this training will help us be able to really define those distinctions so when we speak to people about how you know, your intention sets your world in motion and things, we'll be able to back it up with knowledge that comes from, you know, Vedic holy books and, and, you know, ancient texts that mm-hmm. have been proven over time, over thousands of years, you know, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I have two things I want to make sure every one of our listeners hear also. First of all, this is Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio, and today my guests are Sandy and Lex of H2OM, and if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media On Demand. For everyone in the chat room, I want to thank everyone for being there today. Uh, there are some links in there to the H2OM water site as well as Lex's website and Sandy's website as far as what they're doing besides just water. There were two things about H2OM I wanted to ask um, that you might be able to explain. First is let's talk about what OM, um, uh, many people in the world of yoga and meditation will know what OM means, but why don't you explain to all our listeners what, um, you know, OM means and the sound, well, I won't give it away. Why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Well, Sandy and I can both give it like a piece of the definition, but yeah. in its simplest form, it comes from the, it's a, it comes from the Sanskrit language. And mm-hmm. it represents a vibration, om, om, mm-hmm. that the vibration is a, where everything can manifest from. So, in other words, when people are doing a meditation, when they're chanting om, they're kind of toning their system so that it will be in tune with the vibration from where all things are possible. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where that's one. Where Om Om Mani Padayom, yeah, came from. Om, yeah, so exactly. And it, when you say it, the Om, it, the it represents that vibration. Yeah, wasn't Sandy, it the sound it, the world made? Also, it is the it, sound, and and you know what they call whether you call it God, Source, all that is, Creator, you know whatever name that you have for the infinite that that is that encompasses everything that ever was and ever will be that mm-hmm. if you were to put that in a sound that sound of is om so when you chant om you are communing with everything you're communing with that source the source in yourself you're communing with your planet and you're communing with that god creator you know infinite divine source that that is so it's um you know it's a very powerful way to really bring yourself right back into balance and to connect and um just to to tone or chant om um 
so uh, that's why every and it's a reverence. It's you know a, re, a, a reverence to that which mm-hmm. has create. That's what has created and is everything. So um, yeah, and they even say NASA recorded. They have recordings of in space, and the sound be, that NASA recorded between the sun and the Earth is the ohm vibration. Which Are you kind serious? Of in, yeah, yeah. You can probably now. Google NASA recordings of ohm I've or whatever. I've totally got chills now. Yeah, totally yeah. Got, totally so, got chills now. Yeah, it's a very powerful sound, and when you study primordial sound meditation, um, there is a sound, and I think this is one of the most beautiful things, there is a, at the time, the exact minute you were born, the universe sang a song, and there is a sound, and there is 108 of these sounds that exist, and they just repeat over, and then um, when you are given, when you study meditation, and you're given your own personal mantra um, that you will you will say um, in your own meditation every day, um, you get the sound that um, the universe made at the time you were born, and they do it by Vedic astrology, and they, pa- you know, they they put it in, uh, you know, mathematicians to yeah. create a program that is really specific to your birth date and location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's re- it's really beautiful um, way to connect um, with your soul source. You know, the the soul that came into this body this time on this planet is and you get to say that sound you get to sing that sound over and over in your wow i would love to explore that that would be something i was you know me i love to know things like that um wow sandy that's that's intense so you and i need to talk definitely after the show and when i'm feeling a little bit better i would love to talk to you more about finding out how i could do that and also I did talk to Vernon. Your um, Sandy also does a lot of work with the Hopi Indians, and um, he is going to be calling me at one point or another next week. So that'll be really fun. When when I have uh, him on, I want to have you on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, that's uh, mm-hmm. Vernon Masayesva. He's a Hopi elder and mm-hmm. environmental activist and and tribal leader, and he has since 1975 been working to stop the coal mining on the Black Mesa in Arizona on the Hopi Reservation and to bring in sustainable, passive, clean energy because it has destroyed their water supply, destroyed their land, um, made the people sick there. And it's if anybody wants to look up their cause, it's Black Mesa Trust. Dot org, and I'm mm-hmm. actually on their board of um, in their circle of advisors to help uh, with their mission to get the word out and bring uh, protect the, the sacred waters of the West. So, um, and he and Vernon is a teacher. He's a teacher that's he was our first Hato school teacher in um, Arizona. That's where Lex and I became certified, and he was one of our teachers there. And ever since then, has been a teacher in my life. I mean, amazing, amazing teachings and wisdom that the Hopi carry. Now, it's BlackMesa.org. Black Mesa Trust. Black, Black makes the trust. trust. Okay, yeah, Black makes the trust. Make sure you put that in, guys, because I put I put in blackmesa.org and I got some guy that it's his web, it's it's his personal resume. Put blackmesatrust.org. Trust. Org. And I know and they're that on you Facebook and Twitter as well. 
Yeah. yeah. You worked yeah. on that project, and I know that you created that website for them. Yeah, and Lex I remember, helped with that. Lex, you mm-hmm. know, he was a big part of really getting their their I website up and really it's getting really them. It's really pretty. Yep. Yeah, thank you. I'm liking the page right now. Oh, I, good. I did not awesome. even know that they were on Facebook. And they're on Twitter, too. Thank you. That would be great to follow it. them. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to invite some people to this page. Yeah. Um, that's you really know, cool there's only about 10,000 Hopi left, and they live in the middle. Hopi, the word actually means the peaceful one. That's what he peace, told me. The peaceful yeah. people. And there's uh, there's really three um, mesas of, um, uh, of in Black Mesa where the Hopi and the oldest are the Oribe, or and there's very few of them. They're like 3,000 years old. But the Hopi were led to the Black Mesa out of the Mayan situation, um, the the whole massacre and and uh, genocide that happened down there, and they were led they were led out of that to go north and to where there was a hand in the desert, and that's why their symbol is that hand with the spiral. And underneath that hand, in the center where that spiral is, was a sacred, pristine aquifer. And um, when the Peabody coal mining came in in 1975, they didn't want to bring water in to slurry the coal, so they dug down into their water, their clean drinking water, and used that to slurry the coal and contaminated their water. So they're really, you know, um, fighting for uh, sustainable, clean energy because it's their power station, the Mojave Generating Station, that brings energy to Southern California Edison. And, um, you know, just they, they did, they use their water just to bring cheaper energy to Southern California at the mm-hmm. uh, expense of all these people's lives. So, um, you know. Well, I'll tell you, this is really cool that you did this. And um, I'm inviting quite a few people to this page, so I'm hoping that everybody <clears throat> checks their inbox. Sorry about my voice, guys. I have a little bit of a touch of the flu, but um, that is so cool. That is so cool. And and what more beautiful work? I mean, you're involved in so much stuff, Sandy and Lex. Both of you are. And uh, I think that he was he was so neat to talk to on the phone. He talked to me for quite a while, and um, he was telling me, you know, um, you know that it was cold there. He <laughs> was keeping yeah. warm. <laughs> And um, he was so neat. I loved him. And that leads me into, let's talk about, you wanted to say something, Lex? I heard you take a hesitant voice. No, no, I was just actually probably right at the same time as you were going to say, you should talk about Joan's trip because that's really, I want to hear about that, yeah. Let's talk about that because I really, really want people to know about that. I posted a link to it on my Facebook, guys, and I'm also going to post a link to it um on the in in the chat room um about the spiritual journey of the magdalene in france and uh uh-huh. the feminine the feminine god that you'll talk a little bit about so let's talk about that a little bit okay well first um joan clark is she besides being a a, a beautiful sister yeah. friend of mine she was one of my first teachers when I came to L.A. She was actually my first teacher when I came to L.A. And a funny story, um, she had a, um, a school, aromatherapy school, right next to the Ivy on Robertson Boulevard in Beverly Hills. And I was, you know, driving to my agent, and it was early in the morning, and I just decided to, uh, you know, 
hang out on walk, take a walk down Robertson Boulevard, and I mm-hmm. smelled these incredible aromatherapy essential oils, like these scents, like you know, mm-hmm. lavender. They appeal and, to you. Yeah, and I heard this beautiful music, and it led me up these stairs, and that's how I found her school. And at that time, she was teaching um, subtle energy work. She's a healer. She's a master aromatherapist on the planet. I mean, there are less than 10 of them, and uh, she is one of them that has studied with um, uh, many masters around the world and sourced the finest, most high vibrational essential oils. And she really, you know, understands the plant and the plant spirit medicine like no one I've met. And Mm -hmm. so uh, her and her partner had a school Mm -hmm. at that time, and I studied with them and attended the chakra uh, workshops every week. And we just just worked the chakras and the essential oils, and she developed um, Aroma Fitness. It was like a fitness program that incorporated the um, essential oils and, um, you know, kundalini yoga and fitness. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so fast forward, Joan, um, she moved to Kansas. She's developing her own line of natural perfumes. I see and that. she started, and she's wow. always gone to France for the perfume part of the industry and the aromatherapy part, but she started doing these pilgrimages to France to go to the places. She was led to the places where Mary Magdalene had lived and where she had taught in France. So apparently, you know, after Jesus' death, she and um, Mary, the two, they call them the two Marys, and the daughter Sarah had traveled to France and they had, she lived the rest of her life in France. So while she was in France in these meditations, the, um, the, these um, sacred teachings were kind of downloaded through her, just like, you know, Lex had a cosmic download for H2OM. She was, you know, given these teachings and this new elevated chakra system, and um, it's, um, she has, it's Mary Magdalene's new um, seven sacred goddess mystery school teachings of humility, forgiveness, compassion, trust, love, ecstatic joy, and oneness. And um, really her, her whole, you know, message that embodies her trip is returning to that oneness. And um, so on this journey, uh, she's done it before I went with her in 2011. I will be going with her this year as well. And she is going to all the sacred sites, starting at the top in uh, Paris, the City of Light, and Sacre-Cœur. And mm-hmm. um, the trip takes you down through um, down through Carcassonne and Chartres. You'll walk the sacred labyrinth in Chartres, Chartres and then you dip in the holy water of Lourdes. And we're going to visit the medieval towns of Carcassonne, Rocamadour, and Rennes-le-Chateau. And there's actually a sacred spring we're going to visit where um, there's it's a very healing spring uh, that's known uh, for Mary Magdalene did a lot of her baptism and holy work and healing work in. And um, then it goes down through Provence and Avignon, and we hike to this grotto at St. Balm, which is it's about a 45-minute hike, and there's a cave that was, like, turned into a church that these um, – 
that is very, very protected, and it's in the forest, and it is just absolutely beautiful. And there's a well there where holy water comes out. And um, so we're visiting that, and then you continue down to the Mediterranean, to the Gypsy Festival of St. Marie de la Mer, which is a two-day festival, and that's where the white horses of Carmarg, and they, they carry the St. Sarah out into the water, and um, it's a very powerful uh, ceremony. And then her trip is going to end in Nice on the French um, Riviera. But at each stop, you will work um, with her through the power of scent, uh, essential oils, you will work one of her teachings. So it's it's such a, it's a spiritual trip. It's not really, you know, um, people think Mary Magdalene religious or of the Catholic religion. But in France, Mary Magdalene was revered. She was not a prostitute. She was she's revered as a saint. Um, the houses, the churches are built in her name or Holy Mother's name. So it's a very feminine place, France. Just the land itself, walking the land itself is 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 just you know healing and spiritual in its own way, just the land um, the plant energy there, the reverence for food and their connection to the land it's just a very powerful trip and um, it it was it's just once in a lifetime journey and it's a private tour you have your own bus, we have our own guide. Um, and it's just a really exquisite um, journey. So um, I encourage everyone to check it out. If you go to JoanClark.com and you go to her events page, um, her teaching teachings and events page, you'll get to see more about it. Or you can just email her, Joan at JoanClark.com. Mm-hmm. So. And she has, I'm looking at her page, she's got some amazing stuff. Gosh. She's just really taken a big thing there. She's really amazing woman, just like yourself. Absolutely. Now, you have taken the tour, so why don't you tell people a little bit about the tour that you went on with this? Yeah, and every tour is a little bit different because, you know, depending on the people that, you know, mm-hmm. and being called to take the tour, the energy of the tour is a little bit different. What's interesting about this year's tour, which I'm really excited about, is, you know, um, Mary, Mary Magdalene, her – her uh, symbol is water and um, her connection is water or the well or the eternal water of life and so I found that to be really interesting so this particular year I mean not only are we going to Lourdes again I mean if you've never been to Lourdes five million people a year go to Lourdes and the, uh, to receive a healing or to be in the healing waters of Lourdes and that in itself is such an amazing experience um, because uh, it's just the power of faith and belief in this water to heal the ability to heal and um, you know also we're gonna we're gonna explore other waters um, in the different areas of where Mary Magdalene lives so I'm really excited about that connection this year but to take that journey I mean there's always something um, powerful uh, that Joan brings to her teachings, and there's all you know. It's um, it's always evolving. Her work is always evolving, and that's what I love it of love about her and working with her is that the spirituality, the journey that she takes you on with her, is um, always evolving and always changing and always um, 
you know, exploring what's next. And now you so, took the tour, and I remember seeing all the amazing pictures you came back yeah, with. Yeah, 2011 was, yeah. Yeah, and we briefly ch- we briefly spoke about the Black Madonna, you and I did, and then also um, the sacred places that are a lot of people don't know about. They're only things that you hear when you're there. I'm sh- I have a feeling that when you guys are over there, you're going to find other places that probably aren't spoken about. You'll mm-hmm, find them mm-hmm. just by hearing from other people. Um, about this tour, you told me that, I mean, she only takes so many people. And yes, you limited. And you sign on, and I know um, you're going. And uh, uh-huh. who are some of the other people that are going this year? Are they repeat people that are going from the years before? Or are they all new people? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I don't really know for sure. Um, I don't know, um, the list of people going, but, um, Mm -hmm. I do know that, um, the guide is the same guide all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, every year the guide has been the same guide and, um, it is a small group. She tries to keep it, you know, under 20. I think this year it's a little bit smaller so far. She has still has more people coming in right now. So space is limited because it is a personal tour and a personal journey. And um, you don't, you're, it's, you're taken from the top of Paris all the way down to Nice, like through all of um, France, you know, by this guide. You know, we have a, our own personal guide and Joan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're driven in like a little, we have your own little um, bus that takes you. So it's really, really beautiful. And stay at the most luxurious places and exquisite meals and um, just really beautiful, beautiful tour. I know for you it was a really huge personal and spiritual experience because I know that you had shared that with me. And, you know, sharing that also your photos and your images and just how – you looked so at peace when you were there. I mean, it was just amazing. How would somebody, if they wanted to be involved in this, and I do need to call her because I, I we keep missing each other, she and I. Um, how would anyone get involved in signing up for this pilgrimage? And, um, yes, how would they go back and, and also um, they, sh- they should definitely email Joan. It's mm-hmm. J-O-A-N at JoanClark.com, or you can call her at 785-550-9563. Now, this is just one of her, um, you know, pilgrimages. Uh, Joan has this last year she went to Bali. She took a group of, I believe, I 22 that. women to Bali. And um, these trips, these are sacred journeys. So, you know, if you're looking to go on vacation and just hang out and have wine and, you know, I mean, this is real spiritual work. You're invited in to um, be led on a pilgrimage and to really um, dive into the teachings with her and to really, you know, look at your own life and create those shifts in your own personal life. And um, it it is. And And also just traveling alone. I mean, just the travel aspect of it. I mean, seeing the world changes you. 
And um, to me, it's one of the most exciting things. I love travel, and I love to explore new places, and I love to meet the people in those places and connect with people um, around the world. And I think really walking the land, especially sacred sites in different parts of the world, there is a vibration there, and if you're sensitive, you can feel it. And... um, you can tap into it, and it will change you. It will shift you. And mm-hmm. uh, so exciting. Yeah, so exciting. So, yes, so um, go to Joan No, Clark. I totally, I totally want to go, and I totally yeah. need to get in touch well, with Well, Holly, you've got to come. you got to come. I know. It's a once, you know, these, these journeys are so special, and um, mm-hmm. words can't really describe. I don't think my words could ever describe how powerful, and then the community with other women Mm -hmm. on the trip, and you just learn to commune, and you have these experiences together, Um, you know, for the first time, the trip I went on, there were so many women that I had never met before, and you're sharing these, you know, these exciting, sacred, you know, spiritual experiences together, and you're helping each other, and, you know... uh, Seeing, you know, seeing things for the first time. So it, it is. It's it's really exciting. You know, what's really cool is you have the eight-year anniversary, and our full moon is either it's Friday for certain time zones, and tomorrow is the full yeah. moon. Yeah, officially. Yeah, it's a real powerful time. At twelve fifty-three, twelve fifty-three o a.m. Central European time. So. I know the moon sign it's going to be in is going to be in Leo. So oh, this cool. is going to be an interesting, this is going to be a very interesting um, moon. So let's see. So tonight, yeah, I'm looking. Los Angeles is Friday, February 14th at 3.53 p.m. PST time. So oh, so it's, com- it's coming up the full moon any minute, about 20 yep. minutes from now. <laughs> yep. So here wow. you guys go. I mean, this is, like, really exciting. Um for yeah. everyone, and, you know, because I, I, I belong to this group called Full Moon Info, and they send they send me out these little things, and they're saying that um, this moon is causing a lot of people to feel they're under pressure, but that there's an inner motivation in, in many of us, and that we need to, um, that this full moon is supposed to help, help us, our inner desires, and, and reach where we want to go. You know, what a perfect moon for H2O. Um, I'm, I'm like super, super excited because not only is this a company that um, cares about the world and cares about other, so many other things, as you can hear Sandy and Lex talking about the, Zam, the Zamburu Project, um, Dr. Emoto. Um, you know, all these other projects that you're involved in. And then again, you're running and, and, and you're both doing your own thing, bringing love to the world with these voices and the anime, and then lecture creating this amazing music. Where if anybody missed the beginning of the show, you do need to listen to it. It was uh, the song To Dream, which was the song for Sandy that Lex wrote, which was absolutely beautiful. And um, again, it's on iTunes afterwards and on demand afterwards. But how do you find time? Because I know you guys are always multitasking and always going here, there, and everywhere and doing things, but how do you find that special time to spend with each other? It, it almost always has to be scheduled, <laughs> you know, because, you know, what will happen is um, what we're learning, maybe that's mm-hmm. the best way to answer that question, is, is what we're learning is that for anything to really flourish, you have to... Um, create a balance 
of of commitment to time, energy, um, you know, whether it be work or relationship or extracurricular creativity like music or whatever, you know, you, you have to um, set your intention but also pay attention and, and you know, be able to uh, create balance between all of them. Otherwise, it gets sort of tilted, and then you feel off kilter as a person. I mean, I know myself, we've had times where all we've done is work for several months at a time, and, and it's just like the action of a foot touching another foot under the covers that lets you know that everything is where it needs to be and all the love is there and everything, you know, two exhausted souls laying in bed after all <laughs> five different types of work and uh-huh. and you know something as simple as just touching of the hands can mean as much as you know an outpouring of sentiment from the heart you know uh-huh. so i don't know if i actually answered the question but no <laughs> it's, that it's, makes uh, a lot of sense to me that does uh-huh. make a lot of sense to me and i totally i totally understand that cuz i know that when we get lost in so much time of our own world and you know especially what I can tell you is the time that you spend with your children is really important too Um, you need to do that it's so important because those moments are the ones that make their life they remember everything and pets too another thing you you know that's important is when you're uh you're doing work and play and exercise and everything with the same person all the time you know, it's important to remember how much you do feel the love for them during any of the activities you're doing. So if you're washing the dishes together, rather than it being a chore and, and sort of unqualified to be part of quality time, you can reframe it in a way to where it's like, you know, you feel an outpouring of love for the person standing beside you who's drying the dishes while you're washing them, and, and you can let that space be something where you can personally cultivate how much you love the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like using the time wisely, so to speak. Yeah, no. Um, what are you guys planning on doing tonight for Valentine's Day? Uh, we don't have anything planned. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> wait, maybe I asked the wrong question because maybe maybe you wanted to surprise Sandy. Sorry, Sandy. Oh, no, we know. No. <laughs> we had to schedule it. No, we're kidding. Spending, we're spending some time together um, this afternoon. Um, we might go, you know, pamper ourselves a little bit. And then um, this evening we have a dinner at a restaurant that we really love and has oh, nice. great, a great chef and you know, and then who knows? Well, that's yeah. really cool. What what restaurant is that that you guys go to? What one is it? Anyone I know? I have a couple um, it's favorites in, it's in LA. In, uh, so I'm trying to think what street it's on, actually. Uh, well, it's, it's in, in Toluca Lake. 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 It's in yeah, Toluca Lake. It's an Italian oh, nice. restaurant. Yeah. Nice. So you guys can be yeah. like yeah. in the cramp and eat spaghetti and meat in the middle, you know? Oh yeah. I swear that movie is the best. It really is. It encompasses I think all the feelings of everything. You know, there must be we're we're also in retrograde right now because you know it's really funny. I keep getting all these texts on my phone that are coming in from like this morning, so it's really odd. Um, But I'm so glad that we got this radio show and we were able to do it without any glitches or anything. Um, Yeah, so wait one second. I want to run this one more time real quick. 
<laughs> H2OM, water with intention. Award-winning natural spring water, featured in Time Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, and the official bottled water of the Chopra Center. H2OM, water with intention. Visit h2omwater.com. What a great commercial, Lux. You just killed it on that one. I want to wish I want to wish both of you a really beautiful day. I want to thank both of you so much for being here. And if there's anybody that would like to get in touch with Sandy or Lex, what would be the best way to reach you guys? Well, you can go to our websites, any of them, h2omwater.com, and there's a mm-hmm. there's a link to contact on that. Um, if you're interested in one of the other things we do, like the voiceover stuff, you can go just to our just type in our names. Yep. Lex Lang or Sandy Fox. I put those in the website. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just you know, go to your website and they can see all those links because any of them. Yeah, are that's great. On redvelvetmedia.com, if you go under the link section, you can find the link to H2M. Um, I just recently um, let Sandy and Lex know they've been there for a while <laughs> on my website because they've been so busy because their website has gone through so many changes, and I just love that commercial. With that, I want to wish everyone a beautiful day. Um, think it while you drink it. Um, see, if anybody wants to get your water, they can order it from you too, right, online? Yeah, you can order it right online at h2omwater.com. So we mm-hmm. ship it right to your door. Yeah, yeah. And I remember they can even do like an auto ship program. You know, yeah, they can just sign that would up. be fun. And then Wouldn't once a month fun? to get some H2OM in, you can refill the bottles for that month because, you know, if you have a, let's say you have a, filter or something on one of your taps. Um, mm-hmm. You drink the spring water, of course, the H2OM water, but in the interim between, you know, each uh, time you get it delivered, you can u- reuse the bottle, and so it's pretty cool. You can keep those oh, yeah. tensions flowing. The, that was the second thing I wanted you to touch on, and I know we're running out of time, in that, and I was going to end the show, but I wanted to ask you, talk about your bottles real quick, about what they're made out of and how they disintegrate, because I, that was something really important I want everyone to hear. Well, um, our bottles are made from um, a recycled material called Regenerate, and it's 100% post-consumer recycled, um, food-grade quality plastic. So, like, you know, when you utilize the recycling stream, you know, you put your bottles in recycling, goes to the recycling center, and then there's different levels, different grades of recycling and the types of plastics, but... Of the highest grade, the most pure stuff, they can recreate new plastic without using any of the virgin resources or the oils from thousands of miles away. So it reduces that impact on the environment while it uses the recycling stream the way it was intended to be used. So, and the, mm-hmm. the, the it's uh, you know there's it's a BPA free bottle. There's no phthalates, no plasticizers. There's nothing that is harmful. No um, hormones. Nothing that can leach into the water. Yeah, so it's like a really great container to use, and um, it's following along with the system of recycling. That's awesome. And we also have eco-refillables on our site. If you go to h2omwater.com, we have these beautiful eco-refillables oh, with, yeah, with the mandalas, love, peace, and joy. Yeah, I and recommend everybody get one of those. They're so great. Um, they you really can put are. anything they're in beautiful. there. They have really wide mouth tops. You can put ice cubes and any kind of drink mm-hmm. in there. and Just really beautiful um, 
intention well, bottles World with Water intention. Day, for World Water Day, what we're going to do is we're going to do a show. I'll do another show. And I think last year we did a giveaway, and we'll do another one this year. We'll do that another one this great. year. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. That'll be something really exciting for everyone because cool. uh, Sandy has some really Sandy and Lex both have some really great water saving tips and um how you can use a timer with your shower and um the water faucet, um little uh, things you put on your water faucet Smart to faucet, conserve water. Yeah. Yeah, and then um yeah. you know it's funny Sandy, I had those uh I had the little the little um, affirmation stickers that you sent me, I have them all over my mirrors, you know, so I was Awesome, <laughs> yeah. Everywhere I yeah. went, you know, and yeah. it was really great. So awesome. um, I will be seeing you guys both soon, very soon, in person, I'm hoping. Um, and with that, we're going to wish everyone a happy, beautiful Valentine's Day. And a, happy Valentine's um, I wanna Day. I want to wish H2M. Yeah. A happy birthday. Happy birthday, H two O. Eight years. Yeah. Ooh, ten years since the birth, but eight yeah. years That's since you know crazy. in the marketplace. And thank you, Holly. You you have You're always so- been such a great supporter. Uh, not only of me and Lex, but of really the mission behind H2OM, and that's to, you know, spread, inspire, bring awareness, um, you know, more consciousness to the planet. So thank you so much for what you do. So, well, I love you guys, both of you. I love uh, both of you dearly. I love you and too. I, never, <laughs> I mean, you never would have gone and spent time with Goats and Mandy if I didn't think you were family. So you really did need to spend time with them. They're wonderful people. They love you too. They yeah, and I really love. hope you can come to France with us because it, it's it's a journey of a life. Oh, yeah, Holly, you would love that. That would yeah, be great. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably I need. Yeah, absolutely. You should just make it happen, getting, you know. Finally, get to today. Make it here. happen. Yeah, I need to get to where I need to go for to from here first, and then yeah, definitely. Um, so I am going to play a really cool song um, that we're going to end our show with, and um, I want to dedicate this to everybody for Valentine's Day and to both you and Sandy. Thank and you. Um, I love you guys. Love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Have a oh, great I'll be night. on next Wednesday. I'll be on next Wednesday and Friday. Um, I've got some really cool shows next week. Make sure to check out next Friday's show is going to be for, with the Morrison Hotel and Gallery. And next Wednesday I have a surprise guest artist, um, singing artist, that will be on. And this month is full and all next month is full. And I'm hoping that I can just get rid of this flu, this yucky flu. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be positive today. The, bad, the downside to having this flu is... I don't want to eat any chocolate. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we're sending, we're holding you in the vibration of perfect health. So there you go, and you yeah. did that for me before. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so here you guys go. Here's a song for everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, guys, and um, okay. be love. Always be love, okay. and do me a favor. Don't drink and drive, and have a beautiful weekend. Here you guys go. Thank you.